Welcome to the Pussy Lover Show. Everything you need to know about your favorite pussy is right here. Oh, we're talking about cats, by the way. Hosted by Yuan. Trust me, it's gonna be pussylicious. Hello, hello! Welcome back to the Pussy Lover Show with me, Yuan. And on today's episode of It's Not Just About Money, we will be talking about how to become a breeder. And to join me on this episode, I have Anne, who is a Persian breeder. Welcome, Anne. Hi, Anne. I'm so happy to be here today. Hi, how are you? Fine. Okay, so Anne, let's just cut to the chase. Hmm. You know, a lot of people want to know how to become a breeder. There's a lot of people who has maybe they have a Persian at home or they have a British short hair at home a pedigree cat that they have bought so you know a lot of people have actually asked me what do I do you know what's the first thing do I do if I want to actually breed a cat so and it's a budding new breeder in the Persian world yes true. so <laughs> basically what should they do well I think basically you have to ask yourself first what is it that you want is it uh, is it just a hobby mm-hmm. or you're looking uh, to better a breed that you really love okay is it everything about the money, profit, or you intend to just have kittens around the house? Mm-hmm. Okay, so when you determine what you really want to do, uh, then only you decide which breed you, you want. If let's say if for me, I love the classic Persian. Why Persian? <sighs> the fur, <laughs> the long flowing fur is really to die for. But of course, there's a lot of commitment involved. Like Beyonce? Yes. <laughs> really. And of course, there's a lot of you know combing involved. There'll be a lot of shedding involved. You know, there's a lot of work to, to Persians. Yeah. But there's it, lots of commitment, you know, when it comes to Persian. Correct. In comparison to the short hair. To the short hair. Yes. Yeah. So as a new breeder, like what Anne has said, first... Discover what's your passion Yes Right? Correct You need to know If you want to breed this As a hobby And then also You need to find out Which breed is more suitable for you Correct Because every breed Is very different For a short hair breed I wouldn't say it's much easier But it's definitely In terms of grooming It's definitely easier Than a Persian cat Correct Correct Persian How many times Do you groom your Persian cat In a week? Basically the combing Is every day (laughs) Oh my god The combing is every day Wiping the tears away Is like three times a day Minimum Okay, why do you wipe the tears away? Because of the shape of the face that mm-hmm. is flat. So basically, it will push into the tear duct mm-hmm. and they will tend to tear a lot. So and you wipe away to prevent the tear staining? Yes, the tear staining. Then, of course, in cat shows and everything, all this will take into consideration for the points. Okay, so now I have decided on what breed I want to breed. Correct. Where do I register? So there is like association. We have Tika. We have Tika, WCF, we have CFA, we have FIFA uh, or FIF. These are all the professional cat bodies that you can basically register your catry from the catry. Then, of course, you have to consider your stud or your queen. Is it registered under those bodies also? Okay, so for yourself, what are you registered under? I'm I'm registered under FIF. FIF. Yes. So when you want to start your breeding program, first determine which association that you want. If you want to find out more information about the association, you can go to their respective website. You can go to Tika's website, you can go to FIF website, you can go to CFA's website. There they have actually stated 
all the standard requirement that you need. Correct. So now the first thing to become a breeder, of course, start up your catering. Correct. Right? Mm-hmm. Have your catering. Have a catering name. What's your catering name? Oh, my catering name is Majestic Lucky. Majestic Lucky. Wow. Very majestic. Yeah. After after my uh, first pedigree cat, of course. Oh, it's named after your first pedigree cat. Yes. That's uh, awesome. So once you have that name already, register. You have to pay a minimum amount. Yes. Right. Right. Do you remember how much you paid for? For fifth last year with the currency, mm. I paid about 150 ringgit. Okay. Uh, this year, I think they've increased due to the uh, currency trend. Yeah, I think now it's above 250 ringgit, I think. Uh, yeah, But I it's think a so lifetime much. membership, yeah? Correct, correct. Once you have decided on the association that you want, now the most important thing is prepare your house. As a breeder, you need to prepare your house to be cat-friendly or breeder-friendly, right? Yes, yes. Of course, as if you want to be a breeder, you must be prepared for all the damages that your cat may put in. You know, like uh, spraying everywhere. That will have if you have your stud. Okay. Well, and before we continue talking about having a stud or having a stud room, mm-hmm. let's take a break and we'll come back shortly. Sure. Alright, see ya. Alright, welcome back! Hi, Anne! Hi, Yen. Okay, so we stopped at about start room earlier on. Right. You know, having a start, you know, you talk about spraying earlier on. So why is it important to have a start room? Oh, well, uh, basically, uh, you do not want your start to breed unnecessarily with all your queens. Mm-hmm. So basically, you have to be an ethical breeder. Okay. There is only a certain amount of times that they can breed in a year. Okay. And uh, we do not want to have oversupply of kittens. Okay. And also... Also, to damage the health of the queen, of course. Okay. Uh, for studs, we have to separate them from the queen. Alright, just to add on, yeah, earlier on when Anne says spraying, and you might be wondering what is spraying. So basically, cats are very territorial animals. Correct, So yes. they mark their territory, they spray. When I say they spray, means they, they really... will pee. <laughs> and the way how they spray, usually it towards the wall. It goes up vertical towards the wall. And the smell of the spraying, it's... 10 times stronger than their normal pee. So, in order to, you know, maintain your beautiful house with beautiful scent, <laughs> not the scent of your cat's Correct. pee, you need to have a start room. And also, of course, like what Anne say, to be an ethical breeder, you need to have a start room to prevent unwanted mating. Correct. Yeah. And also, just now you talk about ethical breeder. Let's talk about the types of breeder out there. So... What types of breeder we have? We have ethical breeder, you know, being an ethical breeder, we have people who breed for hobby. And also, I think the biggest contrast is people who breed for money. Mm. What's the difference between an ethical breeder and people who breed for money? Well, people who breed for money, basically, they do not really care for the health of their queens. Mm -hmm. And uh, basically, they will push the queen to mate till three times in a year and uh, without any rest. And then you have, uh, as long as they have kittens, they can sell, they will keep breeding. Okay. So, just to add on, being an ethical breeder, there is a code of conduct that we have to follow. Correct. For your queen, once they have given birth, they need to rest. For me, my minimum resting time for my queen is six months. Each time they have given birth, I rest them six months, then only I will allow them to breed again. I think over the first three months, basically, they are nursing their babies. They are nursing their babies. And once the kittens, they reach about two to three months, uh, then, of course, we will wean them off. Mm -hmm. And, of of course, the balance of three months will be for them to regain their health. 
the reason yeah is not just about weaning and all that but also for your female to be healthy again correct once they have given birth their body tend to be a bit more kurus right yes yeah, so, so more scrawny more scrawny bony yeah. and their glorious locks are all gone uh, <laughs> so we need to rest them so that they gain back the body shape their nice body shape and you know i get a lot of questions people ask me oh yuan kucing i baru beranak lah sekarang dia dah horny balik ke you know in a cat term we call in heat but yeah so <laughs> dia akan tanya ai oh my cat dah horny balik macam mana ya boleh tak ai kawinkan kucing ai but i always tell people this even as a human if we just or not me yeah not me or and whoever for any ladies out there who have given birth you can't get pregnant almost immediately again you need to rest yes ada masa untuk berpantang right even Correct. for women yes. so it seems it goes for cats it applies for cats as well don't think of cat as a money making machine betul. you know hmm. treat them like how you want to be treated as well correct betul right, betul. but then you know this kind of people when they tend to overbreed and not take care of their cats that is when all the sickness will come in you know this and that but then you know when people ask you that kind of question my cat is already in heat it's just 2 months ago and they start to call again well that is one of the questions that you have to ask yourself are you ready to have that kind of pressure when your cat is in heat Again, Correct. right? So it's your responsibility if your cat is in heat, your female cat is in heat. You need to separate them. Yeah, that's the whole point. What we've been talking about earlier, right. having a stud room. Yes, right? yes. Because cats, again, cats don't mate for feelings. Yeah, they don't go on having sex. It, it is or just mating. a feeling that they get, and then yeah. you know they're in trance. They're doing it because they need to do it. It's the natural thing for them. Correct. They need to reproduce. Yes. Right. Cats are not like dogs. Dogs, they have their menstrual cycle. Yes. Cats they don't have that. Remember, it's not all just about money. Think about the welfare of your cat first mm-hmm. and, and treat- all the the responsibilities that come along with it. Yes. And even if your cat is in heat like for a week, they're calling, they're making a lot of noise. Well, you have to go through that. Of you course. definitely have to go through that. And then why is it not just about money because like us when now your cat is pregnant, sorry, when your cat is pregnant, you're expecting kittens. Yes. I know I have to stay up the whole night waiting for my queen to give birth. I dah jadi bidan tau. A midwife. Yeah. I remember um in 2015, my cat went into labor during Chinese New Year because the fireworks were going blasting off everywhere. Yeah. And uh I stayed up at 6 o'clock in the morning just to receive all wow. the kittens See, and that's, everything. That's the sort of commitment that you know as a breeder, you need to have that kind of commitment. It's not just about having a beautiful cat, breed them and sell them. And another challenge is also to look for prospective loving owner. Correct. Right? And not just sell them off as and when. Okay. And I'm so sorry. I would like to continue continue more you know if me and you we sit in the same room we can go on and on the whole day so this segment probably going to be like two hour show you know <laughs> correct correct i would like to say thank you so much and if people want to see your persian cat how can they find you oh uh, well they can go to my currently i have a page but it's under dream cats but then you can find me on fb or in any kkm or fifa shows and also to follow me at kirali british short hair on both instagram and also facebook thank you so much. Much and and thank you everyone for listening. See you next week. Bye. Bye.